Let me give you a, the biblical definition of blessed. It's receiving God's provisions. <clears throat> when you're receiving all the provisions that God has for us, you are blessed. <clears throat> when God is meeting all of your needs, you're blessed. Amen. You have favor. I just want to describe the biblical definition of blessed. You have favor. You're happy. You're fortunate. You have grace and mercy operating in your life. Amen. Benefits from God. <clears throat> You're blessed, thanks to God. Thank you, Jesus. In a blessed life, which we all want to live, there's no more condemnation. Amen. There's no condemnation in that blessed life, saints of God. Thank you, Jesus. Condemnation is caused by the law of sin and death. See, blessed equals you're free. Amen. Nobody's condemning you. Well, let me say that again. God is not condemning you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. You're blessed. Liberty in itself is a blessing, saints of God. Oh, thank you. It's freedom, which is a huge blessing. We have liberty, free from our, free from sin, controlling our lives. <laughs> oh, thank you. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. We're free from that. The law, see, the law of sin and death is what we're free from. Amen. That's what the scripture said. Now, therefore, there is no condemnation to the ones who love God, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. There's no condemnation in that. Amen. Blessed is a, is a favor or a gift bestowed by God, which brings happiness. Amen. Oh, we're blessed, thanks to God. <clears throat> Let me give you some related words that are associated with blessed people. <laughs> words like praise. When you have any problem praising God. Amen. When you're blessed, you have no problem praising God when you're blessed, saints of God. <laughs> you can't help but praise him. Sometimes I can't stop praising him. I want to stop and give you all this word, but at the same time, I want to keep praising God. <laughs> you can't help it when you're blessed. Devotion is another word associated with blessed people. Amen. Devotion is worship. I'm with God. Amen. Thankful. Oh, that's a huge word associated with the people of God. You're thankful. Amen. We get that meal. We say grace. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for this food. Let this food nourish me and keep me in perfect health. We're blessed. We're thankful. Thankful for everything, saints of God. We're blessed. To sum it all up, people who live with God in their lives are blessed. Please hear me, saints of God. The ones that are in Christ. <laughs> you can't help but be blessed when you're in Christ, saints. You can't help it. The blessings will, will follow you, chase you, and overtake you. Oh, I want you to hear this, saints. We want to stay close to God. We want the blessings to flow in us and out of us. Amen. 
See, in the Old Testament, the people's goal was to keep the law for righteousness, for blessings, to flow. They had to keep the law. It was challenging, but they knew to live blessed lives, they had to keep God's law. Amen. We know today that's impossible in ourselves. Amen. We cannot keep God's law in flesh. It's not possible. If it was, Jesus wouldn't have came in and gave up his life. If we could do it. <laughs> that's revelation right there. We can't do it. But Jesus came here and did it. Amen. <clears throat> Hallelujah, Lord. So how do we know that for sure? Because God came to fulfill the law himself. We can't do it. He came himself. Left heaven came. And it says he didn't abolish the law. He said it's not abolished. He came to fulfill it. Amen. So we say thank you, Jesus, all the time. <laughs> Just for that awesome work is <laughs> thank you, Jesus. He died for us. He fulfilled the law. So Jesus Christ, saints, is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believes. Amen. He's the end of the law for righteousness. There's no more working your way into heaven. I'm going to be so good. I'm, a, I'm righteous because of my goodness. That's not so. My righteousness is like filthy rag. It's like a filthy rag to God. Our, all of our righteousness today is in Christ. Ooh, soon as we get that peace, we on our way to, and, and, and ready for God to do something mighty in our lives. <laughs> oh, thank you. That self-righteousness, that's over. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So today, the challenge is not to keep the law. Today, the challenge is to keep Jesus. Don't ever let him go. Amen. We got to keep Jesus because he fulfilled the law, saints. Amen. We want to stay in Christ. That's our goal. Whatever you do, don't leave Jesus. There's nowhere to go anyway. You remember when Jesus was speaking that high-end truth? to the people and to the Pharisees. He was talking about marriage and how his father, yeah, Moses said, you all can get a written decree of divorce and leave your wife. Moses did say that uh, if it was a cause of adultery. He said it, but he said, my father didn't create it for that. He didn't create marriage to be broken. And the people, they couldn't get with that. So they started walking away. <laughs> Leaving Jesus, that's a mistake. And Jesus turned around and looked at Peter and said, Peter, you gonna leave me too? And Peter said some powerful words and I'm gonna say them to you now. And go where? If you leave Jesus, please tell me where you gonna go. Amen. There's nowhere to go. Everything we need is in him. Oh, Lord have mercy. I help, I peace, I love, I joy. Our finest, everything we need is in Christ. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Whatever you do, don't leave Jesus, saints. There's no way to go. Jesus came so we can live abundant lives. He wants us to live blessed. 
Amen. That's why you don't want to leave him. Jesus. To live blessed saints. Hear me. You, we have to stay in Christ. Amen. And I know in our hearts, we all want to live blessed. I'm going to show you how to do it today. Amen. See, again, in the Old Testament, to live blessed, they had to keep the law. In the New Testament, we have to keep Jesus, who already fulfilled the law. <laughs> oh, please see. Please hear me say to God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's take a look. Let's look at the scripture. Let's get some B-I-B-L-E on the subject of blessings. Amen. Let's look at these scriptures. Thank you, Jesus. First, let's take a look at how they kept the blessings in the Old Testament. So if you would follow me to Psalms 119. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You can follow me to Psalms 119, thanks. And look at verse, verse one. It says this. It says, blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. So in order to walk in the law of the Lord, you have to submit your life to Christ, Jesus Christ, our Lord, today. But this was an Old Testament scripture, saints of God. See, today he lives in us. Amen. He's the one doing the walking inside of us. He fulfills the law in us. Amen. We couldn't do it. Thank you, Jesus. See, many know Jesus as Savior. Amen. Jesus is the Savior of the world. But see, the word of God, whom Jesus is, is a double-edged sword. It cuts this way and that way. Amen. So Jesus is more than just the Savior. We also have to know him as Lord. He's Savior and the Lord of our life. If, they, if he's the Lord, if we made him Savior and Lord, now he reigns over us. He shows us what to do. Huh? He walks and talks in us. Amen. Jesus Christ is Savior and Lord. So it's the Lord Jesus living in you, walking in his will. Oh, I want you to grab hold of that. He's making you undefiled in the way. That's what the scripture is saying. Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Huh? They had to walk in that law of the Lord in this Old Testament. But in the New Testament, the Lord is walking in us. When we receive him and say, Lord, I surrender my life to you now. Be the head of my life, Lord. Be my Lord and my Savior. Oh, when we submit to him like that, we're blessed. Huh? Blessings begin to overtake us. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Because he know how it go. You know, that's one of my favorite sayings. Jesus know how it go. That's why you want him in you. Because he know, go this way. Don't go that way. Go over there. 
turn left, do this, do that. He know all of that. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. He's omniscient. He's all-knowing, all-seeing. Praise God. Look at verse 2, saints of God. Verse 2 says this. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with the whole heart. Oh, we're talking about living blessed lives. I'm trying to show it to you in the Old Testament right now. Huh? <laughs> it said those that keep his testimonies and that seek him with the whole heart. See, today we've given God our whole heart. You know what that's significant of? Every part of our life. Huh? Our whole heart, our center. Amen. We have we handed it over to our life to Christ. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Christ is fulfilling the law in us. That's why we're blessed. Amen. <laughs> we can't, we couldn't fulfill the law, saints of God. We kept failing. And for those who just insist on fulfilling the law, they can do it by themselves, the self-righteous ones. It's a scripture that said, if you break one law, guess what? You broke them all. God designed us to depend on him, to trust him, to live with him, to live a life with him involved in it. That's how he designed us. That's how we live blessed. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We got to seek him with our whole heart. Lord, mercy, thank you. Look at verse three, saints. They also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. Now, it says they don't do iniquity. This is the Old Testament. <laughs> and it could apply to new too. Because it's a scripture that says a child of God cannot sin. Amen. <laughs> and that throws a lot of people off because we know as much as we love God, as much as we, we want to, allow him to live in us, we mess up. Amen. <laughs> so this do no iniquity doesn't mean they cannot sin. It means they don't live a lifestyle of sin. <laughs> when you're a child of God, sin is not your living. You can't live robbing banks. That's how you make your living. <laughs> Lying, stealing, cheating. You can't live that lifestyle. That's what the scripture is saying to us, saints of God. You don't practice sin as a way of life. Please hear me, saints. Sin is, is not the course of your life. <laughs> oh, that's what this scripture is saying. Their goal is to walk in God's ways. When you walk in God's ways, you are blessed. Amen. <laughs> oh, I'm going to bring this home, saints. Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse four. Verse four says this. Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts precepts diligently. <laughs> In the Old Testament, they were commanded to keep the, the word of God, to keep his precepts, his statutes, all of that. Diligently. <laughs> I'm going to try to see this scripture. But the problem was, again, if you broke one of the laws, you broke them all. So it was hard to keep all those laws. See, today our focus, again, is to keep Jesus, who is the word. Amen. See, they had to keep the written word. But we have to keep the living word. Amen. 
because and Jesus will fulfill the what his written word, what he wrote, amen, in us when we keep him. See, he don't want to give us no whole lot of things. Here goes some revelation for you. He don't want to give us no whole lot. You read that Bible, oh, you got to do this, I should not do this, I should not do this. That's too much. God is awesome. He just want to give us one thing. Just like in the beginning, they only had to do one thing. Don't eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And that day you should surely die. So God, again, he brought it back to the beginning and said, I just want y'all to do one thing. If you can do this one thing, I got you. Well, what's the one thing? Surrender to the Lord. Surrender to Jesus. That's all. That's all he ever wanted. Submit to me. Keep me in your life. Keep consulting me. Keep looking, worshiping me. Keep praising me. That's all I need you to do. Not all these hundred thousand of them. Just one thing. Oh, if you're one of them people who dump on Adam like me, I'd be dumping on Adam. You just couldn't. You, you, you cast us into all this darkness because you couldn't do one thing. Oh, Lord. If you're one of them type of folks, then you better be doing the one thing today. Praising God, keeping Jesus in your heart, keeping him in your life. Can you do one thing? If you do it, you'll be extremely blessed. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah to you, Lord. God commanded them to keep that precepts diligently. And today our focus is to keep Jesus, who is his word. Jesus is the living word. We keep Jesus diligently. Say amen to that, saints. He already fulfilled the law. You're not keeping the law in flesh. huh? You're just going to frustrate yourself. Your perfection, everything you need is in Christ. Just keep following, chasing him down. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. If we keep Jesus, we keep the law. <laughs> we are blessed. Say amen to that. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 5, saints. It says, oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. <laughs> See, the statutes uh, is what ordained or decreed or prescribed or enacted by God. This word. Amen. God's ways keep us on the path that leads to him, saints. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. His word directs our path. To receive the blessings of God, we must stay on the path, stay on the word. Jesus is the word. He's the living word. He's alive. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I'm trying to show you today how to be blessed. Live extreme blessed lives, which is the will of God. You're not coming out of the will of God wanting to live blessed. That is his will for your life. Amen. You always want to line up. Lord, not my will, but your will for my life. That's what you want to do. Well, I'm telling you, his will is for you to live extremely blessed. <laughs> he blessed you to live extremely blessed so you can be a blessing to somebody else. Uh, he's not selfish. I'm just not blessing you so you can walk around and say I'm blessed. Uh-uh. He blessed you so you could bless somebody else. He wants you to be a blessing. See, he's the gift that keeps on giving. It never stops. He doesn't run out. 
That's why I love his financial system. Huh? It, it, there is no shortages in, the, in God's kingdom. None. It's abundance. It's over. It's a, it's a, that's why I say the blessings will overtake you if you do it his way. <laughs> when Jesus speaks to your heart, hey, do this. Saying to God, listen to me, just do it. Don't try to rationalize it. Amen. If you know that you know that you know that God spoke a word to you to do something, do it. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse six. It says, then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. <laughs> See, in, in, in the Old Testament, it was about Respecting all God's commandments. Huh? Keeping them. It says, if I do that, I won't be ashamed. But you know, many were ashamed because they couldn't keep them. See, today we have to keep Jesus as head of our lives. That's it. Just keep Jesus the head of our life. Thank you, Jesus. In him we live, we breathe, we have our being, saints. Our blessings flow through him. Let me give you this revelation. Some come for the revelation. Here's some revelation for you. To keep all the laws and statutes and precepts and their demands are humanly impossible. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. You cannot do it without Jesus. Oh, please hear me. We were never meant to live independently of him. <laughs> the laws of God closes off every possible avenue of human merit and leaves sinners dependent on nothing but divine grace for salvation. Oh, I hope y'all caught that. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus saves. Amen. And he's the Lord of our life. Oh, say amen to both of those. <laughs> see, see, to be saved, to be blessed, we all need Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Today we're talking about how to live blessed lives and I want to show it to you because I want everybody under the sound of my voice to live extremely blessed because that's the will of God for your life. Not to be defeated in any area, but to be blessed. <laughs> you know we got to give them our whole heart. Give them all of it. Don't keep, some, don't keep this little section back that you think you have to do that's out of his will, give it to him. <laughs> he'll, he'll work you through it. Huh? Don't hide it from him because you can't hide it from him anyway. He's all seeing, he's omniscient, he's all knowing. Just give it to him. <laughs> Let him know, Lord, this part of my life right here, I like doing, but I hate doing it because I'm powerless over it. It's ruling over me. And watch what happens when you do that. <laughs> Watch what happens when you give it to the Lord. That, that weakness that you may have. Amen. You got to give it to the Lord. He wants you to be blessed in every area of your life. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Now let's look at the New Testament blessings. We're talking about blessings today, right? Let's view the Sermon on the Mount and how Jesus described blessed. Because <laughs> it's different than we think. These in Matthew 5 are called the beatitudes, which means blessedness or a state of happiness or uh, 
or well-being. That's what that's where, they, where you're at when you're blessed. <laughs> it, it was divine joy and perfect happiness to the people of Christ's day, which is every day. Amen. This is the day of the Lord. Every day is Christ's day. Thank you, Jesus. Incorporate that in your life right there. Every day when you get up is, thank you, Jesus. Now lead me, God. Show me what I need to do today. Thank you for everything. Thank him in advance. Thank you for everything you're doing in my life today. Thank you for the hedge of protection you have around me before I step out of this door. Today, give me this day my daily bread. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you. Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord. Let's look at this New Testament, saints. Turn to Matthew chapter 5, if you would. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. This is that Sermon on the Mount. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Matthew 5, and I want you to look at verse 1, saints. It says, and seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain. And when he was set, his disciples came unto him. So Jesus, there's so many folks. He, he goes up high to speak to the people. He went up into the mountain. Amen. So they all could see him. He's sitting up higher. But here's what I want you to notice. I want you to notice in this scripture, his disciples. Amen. It says his disciples came unto him. <laughs> they were close. So Jesus is up in his mountain high, but the disciples are close. Amen. Disciples are students of the word, saints. They sit close to the word. Amen. We're disciples of God. We want to be close to the word. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's why we love Jesus so much. He is the word. We want to be close to him. I'm going to give you something today, saints. I want to bless you extremely <laughs> with everything so you can go out and be an extreme blessing to somebody. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You're a disciple. You're a student of the world. Be close to that world. Don't be the one sitting all the way in the back. Get close to the world. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 2, saints of God. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Verse two says this. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, <laughs> now Jesus is about to speak. <laughs> These following scriptures I'm going to read are going to be in red. When your Bible is highlighted in red, that is Jesus speaking directly. <laughs> That's what's about to happen right now. It says he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Jesus is about to speak. But here, I want you to see this. He's not about to preach to them. Oh, my God. He's about to teach them. It says, and taught them, saying, I love this ministry because God allowed me to teach the world. That's the most important thing. See, many, many folks want you to do many things. 
do this pastor, do that pastor, jump in for this call, cause pastor, support this cause pastor, and it's okay. But you know what I really like doing? <laughs> See, the main thing in serving Christ is teaching his word. Amen. Oh, that's the main thing. Sitting under the word and teaching it. I remember Mary and Martha. Martha was so mad at Mary. She wanted to prepare and cook and clean and get all the things ready for Jesus. But Mary just wanted to sit at his feet. And Martha, she had to get Jesus to reprimand her for that. Martha said, Jesus, can you talk to her? Tell her to help me out. I need some help doing all this stuff. Jesus told her, he said, Martha, don't be mad at Mary because she wants the best part. <laughs> the best part, saints of God, sitting at the feet of Jesus and getting the word, sitting right at the word. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So Jesus is about to open his mouth in this scripture and teach the people. Amen. See, if you know better, you really will do better. Uh, we need teaching in our lives. Amen. Not a lot of screaming at us and emotions. We need to be taught this word. Thank you, Jesus. See, uh, a big lie is what you don't know can't hurt you. That don't apply to the word of God. I had a whole series on that. What you don't know can kill you if, if we're talking about the word of God. You can be ignorant to anything else. Ignorant just means you don't know. You don't know something in this area or that area. You're just ignorant. You don't know it. But this word, God's word, you don't want to be ignorant to the word of God. You want to know it. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. What's the scripture that tells you that? It says, my people are being destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Huh? Because they don't know the word. They don't know their rights and privileges. They don't know that God's will is for them to live blessed. They don't know that. So Satan is destroying them because they don't know they're out of the will of God. His will is for them to live blessed lives. <laughs> what you don't know can't hurt you. That's a lie, devil. That's a worldly mess, saints of God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. The devil is a liar. <laughs> I like the way that echoed, too. <laughs> He's a liar. He's a perverter of the truth. All right, let's hear Jesus. He's about to speak. He's about to teach. Look at verse 3, saints of God. Hallelujah, Lord. Matthew 5 and verse 3 says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Again, what does blessed mean? Happy, fortune, favor, God meeting all their needs. He said, if you're poor in spirit, they're blessed. When you're poor in spirit is, humble folks who depend on God <laughs> and not they self. <laughs> they're poor in spirit. <laughs> huh? So, see, God is a spirit, saints. 
So when you pour in spirit, you go to the one that has everything, the, the main spirit to get your, your, your wealth, your teaching, your everything. They're poor in spirit. They, they're not trying to, to do their, get make their own way. They're blessed. That's what the scripture said. Oh, Lord, thank you. Look at verse four, say to God. Hallelujah, Lord. It says, blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Oh, hallelujah to you, Lord. We're talking about living blessed lives. I'm trying to show it to you in the Old and the New Testament right now. This is blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be confident. We mourn over so many things, saints. Sin brings mourning in our lives. Amen. But we're comforted to know we can confess the sin and be forgiven and have salvation. It says, blessed are they that mourn, for they will be comforted. Oh, Lord, thank you. I died for our sins. That's comfort. To know that we ain't got, we don't have to pay the sin debt. It's already paid. See, we mourn over that stuff. But it said we shall be comforted. And we are. Sin debt is paid. We mourn for our friends and families who are out of fellowship with God. We mourn because we know they can, it could be so much better. They, we know they want to be blessed. Huh? They want to be in Christ, blessed like we are. They want that. Amen. So we mourn when we see them going through things. Because we know that it don't have to be. Amen. But you know what our comfort is in that? When we see them, we see Christ. <laughs> oh, Lord, when I see my family come in and submit to the Lord. <laughs> oh, that gives me so much it's great joy. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Do you mourn for the loss of a loved one? Saints of God. It's a lot of that going on, right? But our comfort is the promise we will see them again. They're in Christ. <laughs> and I believe mostly everyone at some point before they check out of here, say it's yes to the Lord. Amen. I mean, you have to be so hard-hearted because God is awesome. He's merciful. He's just and fair. He'll give you a chance all the way to the end. And I believe many, unfortunately, they wait to the end, but they do it. And our comfort is when they do it, when they receive him, we will see him again. That's our comfort. It says, blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Oh, I, I believe every word that comes out of the mouth of the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. Talking about living blessed lives today. Look at verse five. I want to keep you in the land of the blessed. It says, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. A meek again means humble. Huh? Humble humility will get you an inheritance in heaven and earth. Did you hear me, saints of God? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah to you, Lord. That self-righteous stuff. 
There is no righteousness in you yourself, saying to God. All of our righteousness is in Christ. Amen. See, many think oh, we're going to face the judgment and God is going to judge us for all right or wrong. If you're in Christ, there is no judgment. Amen. So don't sit up there if you happen to fall in front of the Lord and start talking about you. What you've done, I don't care how good it is. Talk about Christ in you. Lord, the best day of my life is when I allowed Jesus to live inside of me. That's what I'm going to be talking about. I ain't talking about, well, Lord, you used me to get this person saved and I laid hands on this person. I ain't talking about that stuff. I'm only talking about Jesus the Christ. Because our righteousness is in him. When he looks at him, he sees righteousness. He don't see that when he look at us. So we don't have, we don't point him to us. We point him to Christ in us. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse six, saints. Talking about living blessed today. And we all want to live blessed. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. See, we, we, we are blessed when we hunger and thirst for righteousness. Amen. When you want things to be right. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You will face a lot of persecution when you start just wanting stuff to be right. Talk about this world system right now. Some of the things you can't even talk about. I was talking to my son about a certain topic. He said, Daddy, you know you can't say that. Say that they're going to persecute you right away. <laughs> but I hunger and thirst after righteousness. He said, you want to be filled. Amen. Let me, let me show you another way to look at that. Your hunger and thirst after Jesus. Why? Because our righteousness is in him. Amen. We want to hunger and thirst after him. And then Jesus will fill us. That's what this scripture is saying. You hunger and thirst after him, you're going to be filled. He's going to fill you with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Keep on to be, the, be in the right place at the right time and do the right thing and see and, and receive Christ. He will fill you. Every area of your life. Blessed. Say amen to that. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 7, saints. Talking about being blessed. It says, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. This powerful principle is in the earth. Sowing and reaping. <laughs> that's the principle, that's God's principle that's in the earth. He was teaching it to his disciples, seed, time, and harvest. Say, hey, if you, if you don't get this, I can't teach you anything. See, if I can't, if I can't make you understand that what you put out is what you get back, then you're not going to get none of this. <laughs> uh, sowing and reaping is in the earth. So it says, People who are merciful, they're they going to obtain mercy. <laughs> Amen. Jesus showed us that on the cross. See, if you want mercy, then you have to be merciful. What did Jesus say on that cross? 
Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. He was showing mercy. They was messing up big time. And he said, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And that's what many of us need to do too. Something has a hold on your life. Huh? You need to be forgiven. And God is not forgiving you. You know why he's not forgiving you? Because you won't forgive. You're holding something against somebody. Huh? Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Whatever you put out, you get back. If you want to be, be uh, forgiven, then you need to forgive everybody, anybody. I don't care what they did to you. Oh, I ain't going to forgive them. They did this. They did that. Uh -uh, I ain't going to never forgive them. Then you can't be forgiven. You better be perfect. If you're not perfect, huh? then you better learn how to forgive everybody. Thank you, Jesus. I'm trying to show you how to live a blessed life today. Huh? Don't you want the blessings to overtake you? I know you do. I like when them blessings just chase me down and overtake me. Oh, Lord, I'm out Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. What you put out, you get back, saints. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. If you like feeling love, then you need to you need to sow love. If you not if your finances are not meeting, then you need to sow finances. Whatever you sow is what you get back, and you just don't get a little bit of it back. Because once you sow it in God's hand, He multiplies it and returns it to you. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, catch that revelation right there, saints. I hope you did. Look at verse eight. Know you want to live blessed. It said, blessed are the pure at heart, for they shall see God. <laughs> Notice it says pure in heart and not pure in deed. See, some want to be perfect. We would, oh, I just want to do everything right for the Lord. That's good. <laughs> but the blessed one is the one that be, is pure at heart. See, God knows already your heart because you gave it to him. <laughs> Give him all of it. He wants all of your, your whole heart, saints. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That's why we can't work our way into heaven. We need Jesus. We need him. He is not optional. <laughs> what makes our heart pure is giving it to God, saints. Letting him sit on the throne of our heart. We got to get off that throne. I, I know what I need to do. I can, I can direct my own paths. I can lead myself. That's foolishness. Get off your own throne. Get off of it and let God sit on it to be blessed. I'm trying to show you today how to be blessed. Amen. Pure in heart. How do I do that? You give your heart to the Lord. That's what makes our heart pure, saints. Thank you, Jesus. And that's what's beautiful about receiving Christ into our heart. He makes it new. He gives you a new heart. It's not all hard-hearted anymore. It's a fleshly heart, sensitive to the Lord. Amen. And when you your heart is right, you can see God working. <laughs> that's what the scripture is saying. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 9. 
you, Jesus. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. <laughs> All peacemakers are at peace with God. <laughs> and they have made their peace with the Lord. They want to live in peace. It says, blessed are the peacemakers. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Jesus is the king of peace. Oh, you know, when he left us, what did he say? He could have left us anything. He had all power. He said, my peace I leave with you. Oh, that'll bless you right there. The king of peace. The only true peace comes from him. Amen. We see what's going on in this world right now. Unless you're blind, you can see what's going on. He gives us that peace that surpasses all understanding. Now, they don't even understand why you're so peaceful. Why is he so peaceful? <laughs> and all this turmoil, why has he got such peace? <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Jesus is the king of peace, saints. We want peace on earth. And the way we're going to get it is when the king of peace returns. Say amen to that. <laughs> oh, we got some great stuff to look forward to in Christ. Uh, look at verse 10, saints. We got to wrap this up. 10 says, blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake, but theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Are you seeing this? I'm trying to show you what it looked like to be blessed. Amen. See, when they persecute you for living your life in Jesus, and you will get persecuted, you are extremely blessed. That's what this scripture is saying. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake, but theirs is the kingdom of heaven. You're extremely blessed when they, when they persecute you for righteousness sake, saints. Doing something. See, persecution for doing something wrong is one thing. We might can deal with that. But persecution for serving God is something else. <laughs> Remember what Paul said? Paul said, count it all joy when we're persecuted for Jesus. It's good in the monitor. The disciples and Paul thought it was a great honor to be persecuted for preaching about Jesus. Oh, they was like, yeah, we just got whooped for preaching about Jesus. They were celebrating. <laughs> oh, my God. This is say you're extremely blessed <laughs> when you get persecuted for righteousness. Remember, Jesus is our righteousness. We don't have any in ourselves. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 11. Let's, let's wrap this up, saints. It says, blessed are ye when men shall revel you and persecute you. You shall say all manner of, and say, and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Oh, so when they start talking about you, don't get all sensitive. Amen. Oh, here, he's serving God. He think he this, he that, he the other, blah, blah, blah. Don't get sensitive to that. Uh, it said you're blessed when men revel you. <laughs> uh, you know you're blessed then. They start persecuting you. <laughs> so speak mad, all this evil against you. Oh, you're really blessed now. Look at verse 12. Says, it says rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. <laughs> That's why Paul and them was rejoicing. Uh, it said, rejoice and great gladness comes from all the blessings gained from life in Christ. That's what we do. It said, be exceedingly glad. But you also going to receive persecution saints. Don't let that get you down. Don't let that discourage you. 
Amen. Jesus said, they persecuted me, they're going to persecute you. Amen. Again, Paul said, count it all joy. Look at verse 13. He says, I'm wrapping this up. It says, ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost his savior, wherewith shall it be salted? It is therefore, thenceforth, good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden underfoot of men. See, remember, we're the salt of the world. We give the world the flavor that it has. That's what the salt does. Amen. We're blessed to be a blessing. Amen. Never lose that sense. That's what this scripture is saying. Know who you are. You're the salt of the world. Final scripture today, saints of God. It says, ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Don't hide your blessings, saints. Let them show. Let people see them. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. You are blessed to be a blessing to somebody else. Jesus clearly showed through all these beatitudes, which I just read, that those who have the qualities of a changed life described in these scriptures are blessed. And they're also citizens of his kingdom. Amen. A peculiar people, a royal priesthood. Oh, I'm trying to show you who you are today, saints of God. Everybody repeat this after me. Say, I'm blessed. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. We are all blessed, saints of God. God bless us to be a blessing to others. And I went through all that to show you this, to show you we are blessed. We still must keep God's word, saints. But Jesus is the living word. He is his word. Huh? We must keep Jesus. Back then, we were commanded to keep it literally. But now we must keep it spiritually. Amen. Oh, I hope you got this right. Hallelujah, Lord. I speak a blessing over everybody on the line today. I thank you all for logging in. And I speak God's blessings over you. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Back then, we walked in the word. Amen. Now, the living word, Jesus Christ, walks in us. Amen. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah to you, Lord Jesus.